Hello and welcome to John Cook Ministries podcast. I'm John Cook. Well, we want to welcome you back to our continuing study on the pastoral epistles. This is lesson number five and deals with 1 Timothy chapter five, where we're given general instructions for the local church. We now join in progress part three of our study. Particularly widows, your widowed mother, aunt, grandmother, if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. If you're not providing for your own, especially when your own belongs to the Savior, if you're not providing for your own, especially when, when your own includes those of your own household, if you look out for others more than you look out for, a, for your own household, you're worse than an infidel, the Bible says. Families in particular, we're to look out for our, our families. God tells us how a father feels. In Matthew chapter 7 and verse 11, where he says, If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? Why, we're a mess. When we see ourselves in light of the word of God, we have to admit we are evil. But yet we want to give good things to our children. That's the attitude we should have towards those that we are supposed to love in our home, in our, in our own household. In Galatians chapter 6 and verse 10, he says, As we have therefore opportunity... Let us do good unto all men. But gotta get this. Especially unto them which are of the household of faith. We should treat especially those that belong to the Savior like they belong to the Savior. Now, if we don't look out for those of our own household, then the Bible says that we're, we've denied the faith and we're worse than an infidel. We've denied the faith by our failure to care for widows that belong to our household and were worse than an infidel? In other words, not to do it is to deny the very word of God, to deny the faith. 2 Timothy 3.5 says, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. We claim that we belong to the Lord. We claim that he loves us. Do we love our, those that are of our own household? Even just our own household? Titus 1.16 says, They profess that they know God, but in works they deny him. Being abominable and disobedient, and unto every good work reprobate. We've denied the faith. What's an infidel? He's one who denies the very word of God and the doctrines of Christianity. We're worse than the lost man. 1 Timothy 5 and verse 9 says, Let not a widow be taken into the number under threescore years old. So now we've, got, we've come back to the widow that is a widow indeed. This is a widow who does not have any children. 
nephews or grandchildren to care for her. Well, then he says, then in that case, in verse 9, let not a widow be taken into the number under threescore years old. And he says that she's been married to one man. Now, without me telling you what one man is, let's see what the Bible tells us one man is. In Genesis chapter 42 and verse 13, the first mention of one man in Scripture. And they said, Thy servants are twelve brethren, and the sons of one man. That's Jacob in the land of Canaan. And behold, the youngest is this day with our father, and one is not. So who's this one man? Talking about Jacob. They're all sons of Jacob. Well, she's been married to one man. Some say, well, that means she could be married to one, and then he died, and then she's married to another, and he dies. But when you look at what the Scripture says about one man, it's very specific, meaning one man. She's been married to one man. And like Anna, that's the only man she, she ever married. She lived the next 84 years as a widow. If you want another explanation of one man, Second Chronicles chapter 18 and verse 7. And the king of Israel said unto Joshphat, There is yet one man by whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him. One man. For he never prophesied good unto me, but always evil. The same as Micaiah, the son of Imla. And Jehoshaphat said, Let not the king say so. One man means one man. If she's married, she's been married to one man. Does that mean she can't ever get married again? No, she can get married again. It just means that the church is not responsible for her if she's been married more than once. And also, the church is not responsible for her until she's 60 years old. Not only is she married to just one man, she's 60 years old, but well reported of for good works. If she had brought up children, here's the good works. If she had brought up children, if she had lodged strangers, if she had washed the saints' feet, if she had rel relieved the afflicted, if she had diligently followed every good work. Do you notice what her works are? They're all service. Service to others. She doesn't serve herself. She serves others. That's not something we talk much about today because we're so busy serving ourselves. She's got a good reputation, well reported of. 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 10 says, But which becometh women professing godliness with good works. So she's got a good report because she's got good works that involve service to others. She's not known for serving herself. She's known for serving others. Like the, like the woman in Proverbs chapter 31, who's valued above all the jewels you can think of. In 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 18, it says that they do good. 
that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate. They do good. They're rich in good works, like Dorcas. She was full of good works. In Acts chapter 9 and verse 36, she was full of good works and alms deeds, the Bible says. You see, men see what we do, and we're to let our light so shine before men. Matthew 5 and verse 16 says, that they may see your good works. And this is what she's doing, is living her life that they may see Jesus. Glorify your Father which is in heaven. The glory goes to God, not to self. This is what we're supposed to be preaching. If she had brought up children, she's like the mother in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 5, the mother of Timothy. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. She brought up Timothy to serve God, to love God. 2 Timothy 3.15 says, And that from a child that hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. She put the word of God in his hands. A good mother trains her children to read and study the word of God. She puts the word of God in their hands. And then they come to the Lord because of the word of God. Hey, this is John Cook again. Thank you for listening to the John Cook Ministries podcast on the pastoral epistles. Before you hit that exit button, how about take some time and leave us a comment or maybe a prayer request or what question do you have that we might be able to answer for you? Let us know how we can help you. And don't forget to subscribe to the John Cook Ministries podcast. And you will get the next lesson just as soon as it is released. Well, we'll say goodbye for now. God bless.